0: Are you looking for food truck books to read, but you're starting to feel overwhelmed with all the content? Or maybe you're trying to find answers to your questions, but you realize you haven't asked the right questions to get those answers. Well, you're in luck. I wrote the book, Before You Launch a Food Truck, 8 Questions Every Aspiring Food Trucker Should Ask. For the past five years, I have been studying the food truck industry and been a diehard food truck customer. And in the process of that, I've learned a lot about what makes a good food truck stand out among the rest. I took eight of those key concepts and created a book where I could have curbside conversations with each of you about them. What makes this book different is not only that it's digestible and designed to not overwhelm you, but it also propels you into action. You can purchase Before You Launch a Food Truck Today at thefoodtruckscholar.com/shop in paperback and ebook format as well as on Amazon. For every copy purchased, I'm donating a copy to organizations committed to helping formerly incarcerated individuals re-enter society, particularly those that are interested in starting their own food business. So, Buy a copy today to help yourself and someone else get rolling and keep trucking. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Food Truck Scholar Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel D. Smith, and I'm excited to have you kicking it with me for another episode. Listen, if you are a Food Network fan, then you're in for a treat and a dose of black girl magic because today's guest is none other than Chef Sassy from Washington, D.C. Chef Sassy is a traveling chef with a celebrity clientele that was a contestant on season nine of the great food truck race this past summer chef sassy takes us all the way back to how she first came into the culinary industry to seeing her dream of being on the food network come to fruition and then life after the show and her plans to acquire her own food truck so sit back and relax the show starts now in my day (laughs) right now (laughs) like just honestly i really didn't think you was going to respond when i just added you i was like oh my goodness i was just so happy to see black women on just in food network in general but to see them on the food truck race that just meant the world to me so when you responded i was like oh my god this is real (laughs) Well, it was a pleasure and thank you for reaching out Um, I was pretty excited when you reached out as well and in order for us to make it we have to help each other so I mean closed mouth is not gonna get fed so right then you got it (laughs) <laughs> well that's correct. Right. well so i'm not gonna waste any more time because we have been struggling so yeah. i'm just gonna get right into it and just okay. for those who are watching and who may not know me my name is ariel smith i am a phd student at purdue university and my research is on black owned food trucks so for a lot of different reasons the food truck movement is really big in the united states right now but what's not being talked about a whole lot is black-owned food trucks and what they're doing in the community, what they mean for representation, And honestly, black chefs in general aren't always getting the visibility that they deserve. And so hopefully with my research, I'm proclaiming that black chefs matter and that the work that they're doing is something that's needed and the visibility is something that's definitely needed, especially for black women. So that's why I'm especially happy to have you here, because just as it was for me to see Uh, Black women, you know, owning it in the kitchen, being bosses and being entrepreneurs. I think that's something that more and more people need to see. Yes, I definitely agree. So my first question is going to be, you know, just honestly, how did you get into the culinary industry? Um, I got into the culinary industry when I was 19. I had moved out on my own. And um, so I was working and paying my own bills But I fell short (laughs) (laughs) of money. (laughs) And um, I didn't want to call home to ask for money because I would hear my mom's mouth saying, oh, well, you shouldn't have moved out and Mm -hmm. this thing, you could have still been here. And I didn't want to hear that. So I was like, what can I do to provide for myself, even just for today, just for tonight, if I can make it through tonight? (laughs) And um, I... I called my landlord, and I called some friends of mine, and I let them know, hey, I'm selling some shrimp over rice with peppers and onions. This is something that I had never cooked together. I mean, Mm. cooked before, period. Wow. I had literally just thought it out, prepared it. I served them on paper plates this night, wrapped with aluminum for you. (laughs) It was nothing pretty about it, but it was delicious. And... They called back the next day, like, oh, well, what are you cooking today? What's on the menu? And I was like, nothing. You know, I just needed some money for last night. (laughs) But once they started calling back, I was like, wait, this is something that I may be able to do because I was, you know, I was excited from that point on because they were excited about my food. And so I started hosting small tastings at my mom's house or I would have ladies' night and cook that way, and that's how I got my start. That's awesome. So you started doing ladies' night, and then you started doing pop-up shops is what I read. So what were some of the places that you would go for that? I would just call my friends and family and basically just ask them to host something for me. Have you got some friends? Have them come over. I can cook. I will bring the food. And I just kind of learned along the way. That's awesome. So what's your favorite <laughs> dish to cook? Because you know I told you I love pineapple. So anything. I know you love involved. pineapples. Yes. <laughs> um, so you need that pineapple soul bowl that I did Ooh. on the Food Network. Oh, tell me what's in that bowl. <laughs> tell me what's in that bowl uh, now. It was a jasmine rice with the um mm. butter sauce, a pineapple butter sauce. And um some came with steak. I did some with shrimp and chicken, and then we did a combination bowl as well. Okay, so I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm gonna need that with steak and chicken because I don't do shrimp. So I'm okay. coming to DC just okay. for this. And okay. walk me through. We gonna it's gonna be a great moment. Like I love to eat. <laughs> I can cook, but not like you. Okay. But I can eat. So <laughs> let's do that. You. Got so it. now you. <laughs> so this all started with hey, I need some extra bill money. Yes. And now you're you've been on Food Network, so. Yes. Walk me through that. So how did you, you know, find out about it? How did you apply? Just take me through it. So at the beginning of this year, you know, everybody wants to start fresh at the end of the year. They're writing out goals. This is what I'm going to do. And one of my goals this year was to be on the Food Network. I, I wrote it down and I kept saying I'm going to be on the Food Network. I didn't know how I was going to get on the Food Network I would, you know, skim through their pages, through their website to see what they would cast them for. But, you know, it's not the Food Network that casts. It's production companies that cast, mm. and then they're featured on the Food Network. And so I was just like, how am I going to do it? Where am I going to find out about these castings? And then um, okay. my old boss, I was working on a project, on a FEMA project, had reached out to me, and she said, hey, sassy the great food truck race is looking for chefs to be on the show she was like i'm going to send you the information and you have gotta sign up mm. and you know show them all your talent be as sassy as possible and i was like okay send <laughs> yeah. me the information and, and as soon as she sent it to me i signed up and then they called me back within like three days of me signing wow up. I'll never forget it. I was on my way to Restaurant Depot and my mom and I were in the car and I saw a a Hollywood number, California number come up on my phone and I pulled over and she was like, well, what's wrong? I was like, girl, this is somebody from California calling. I had family in California, but I knew it wasn't him. Right. So I said, you know, I said, this is the Food Network calling. She was like, what? How do you know? I was like, girl, just wait a minute. And I pulled over and I answered the phone. I was like, when do you need me? And they just bust out laughing. <laughs> I was like, because I am ready. Let me know when. <laughs> Listen, I ain't mad at you. Yeah. so that's how I got to um, to be on the show. You know what I love most about that story? It's literally when you said, this was the dream that I had, I wrote it down, and I was determined to make that happen. hmm And, you know, that's the part that, A lot of times we miss is that there's a difference between, you know, wishing for something to happen, but then actually making it a goal. Because a lot of times we have these fake goals where we say, oh, it's my goal or it's my dream to do this. But we don't put in no type of action. Right. Behind it. Yeah. A lot of people get scared. They start to doubt themselves with what ifs. But my thing is, what if it works? You know don't worry Thank about you. what if it yes. doesn't work what if it does work and your situation can change just like that. And so I'm a firm believer in just trying it. It is either going to happen or it's not. And it doesn't mean it's not going to happen, maybe just not in that instant. That's real. I had somebody tell me that you know Ariel the worst thing they could ever say to you is no. And if they say but no then That's not then... even the worst thing. <laughs> Boom. That, there you go. That's not even the worst thing. Sometimes I, I'm a firm believer in what you have to offer, just may not be for them. Like your greatness just may not be for them.
1: That's they may rich. not be
0: ready for what you have to offer. Your greatness just may be too big. And so when they say no, you just go revise what it is you're doing, make it a little better, start. Brushing shoulders with people who can appreciate what it is you have to offer and then you just do it all over again. See you just grab my whole soul. <laughs> listen, I may not even need listen, I may not even need church tomorrow because you just preach today, okay? You just preached today. You know what? I needed that. I needed that and i know a lot of people whether they're watching on live stream now or you know later on when this post is posted elsewhere that's something people need to hear so one of the questions i wanted to ask yeah so one of the questions i wanted to ask you is that was the first time you was ever on a food truck right yes so what was that like it was a dream come true it was exciting. It was scary because this big old 18 and a <laughs> half foot truck that I have no previous experience with, now we get like 15 minutes of mm. driving this thing and then it's like, boom, I hope you're ready. Wow. <laughs> so wait they only gave you like 15 minutes to practice driving yeah because there's seven teams there and there's one guy that's teaching us and so oh, wow. he's going through the functions of the truck um, what switches do what how to turn this on what runs your stove how to light your griddle how to light your warmer water goes here this is what's going to keep your truck running. <laughs> so wow! A lot, yeah, a lot went into this. A lot went into this in a very short amount of time, too. Very short amount of time. So, how did you like transfer your menu? Because you're an executive chef, you are a traveling chef. How did you figure out? Okay, these are the menu items that I can use on this truck, and these are the ones I probably may not be able to. I didn't. Use. My whole menu changed once we got there. Oh, wow! yeah, they ask you what kind of food you plan on doing on a truck? You send it, and then I get there, and there's no oven on my truck. My truck happened to be a truck that wasn't equipped with an oven, and like a wow. stove. I had a flat grill and um a two burner stove. I had initially gone in with doing I was going to do a small menu but I was going to do like um, my loaded baked potatoes everybody loves the loaded baked potatoes and so that's one of the things that I was going to you know take to LA with me and once we saw our truck and the function of it and we were kind of thrown in I was like when we got to the store shop my mind was racing because I'm like a lot of things I need an oven for, and I mm. I ju- I'm just not going to be able to do it. We only have two burners, um, like maybe three big pots. <laughs> so y- you really, really have to think on your feet, and you have to think fast. Everything is like boom, boom, boom. Shopping, getting back on your truck, like how you all saw us shopping, back to the truck, cook. It was no off-camera prep time where you had, like, two hours to prep, let things marinate. That's not how it worked at all. So everything that you're seeing, this is real time. So they say yes, you got this to. is real time. Yeah. Real stress, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you forget that. <laughs> cameras are there. You forget wow. that. It's, these big cameras are in your face, but you forget that they are there. Trust me. Wow. So... When you're in that moment, and he gives you like this challenge, like Tyler says, "Okay, this is your challenge for today." Because <laughs> like I was just watching when he picks up the phone and start calling folks. I like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. you know what? This this is not gonna go well for folks. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? So you having to like for some people, they had to move to a different location, or just taking forever to find a spot. What was that like? It was very nerve wracking, and I thank my teammates so much for even speaking to me today. Okay, <laughs> because I'm I'm a I'm a nice girl, but in the kitchen, I'm a totally different person. And it's because this is my baby. I have birth yeah. sassy pants, and so I don't want anything to go wrong. I'm big on presentation, so. Everything that people see on my website or in my picture, this is what I want to produce. So that's why during the beef challenge, I did go for the expensive cut of meat. That's what I wanted to serve my customers. But once we got that cut of beef and um, we were looking for parking spaces, trying to find people, you know, in a good location, but... I don't know it it doesn't always go the way you imagine it to and so we did have to move a couple of times but everything wasn't shown but we had to move a couple of times from our space to go look for other people because we rely on the public to come to our truck and we're like running after people running down the street we had signs on our head in the middle of the street like come eat We were running around with samples in our hands, like, come sample this food. You know, like, it was an amazing experience. It was. It was. I saw that you enjoyed it so much so that now you're interested in going, you know, getting your own truck. I am interested in getting my own truck at this point. Um, It will be a definite dream come true. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely looking forward to it. So I'm trying to put myself in a position now to be able to purchase my own truck. And so for anybody who's watching, because we never know who may be watching, there may be some angel donors out there who knows? <laughs> so yes. how can we contact you? How can we support, you know, this vision? Is there a GoFundMe? Cause I personally want to support it. Um, so where can we go that we can, you know, if there's a GoFundMe already set up that I can put the comments in the link or anything like that. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I do have a GoFundMe. um, It's on GoFundMe.com. In the search area, you can search Sassy Pan's food truck. Um, And then you can read a little bit about me there and how I got started, me being on a great food truck race, some of my experiences. And um, they can donate there. But if they would, you know, like to book me and get in contact with me, I am a traveling chef. So if you're not in D.C., does not mean that I cannot cater to you. (laughs) All right. Give me a call at 301-202-1430 or on my website, sassypans.com. Awesome. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that once we download this link, they have all of that in that post because I don't want them to miss it. Okay. (laughs) So listen, I want to see this. Like, I'm truly excited about it. So however I can support this, I'm all on board for making that happen. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Of course. The last question that I have for you is, well, it might be twofold, actually. It's okay. just looking at what the Food Truck Race has done and how, and what you've brought to it, honestly. It's like you've brought so much inspiration, so much motivation just from other people that's watching and that saw you on there and was like, you know what, if she can do it, so can I. I got tons of messages saying that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Tons of messages. And that's, that's what really matters after the show. Like, after being there, like, once I hit set, I was just like, I'm living my dream. Of course, the ultimate goal was the 50,000, but I was like, I get to live in my purpose. I get to do exactly You know what I set out for myself Hmm. to do, so I won, okay? I won. (laughs) When you get to do exactly what you set out for yourself, you won. That was my definition of winning. Somebody else's definition may have been different, but that was my definition because I gained an experience that I'll never forget. It changed my life. And so what would you tell somebody else? Because you've already been preaching to us all. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what would the benediction be then? Um, just go for it. Go for it. It's plenty of things I'm telling you that have been on my menu, but maybe, and I'm speaking from experience when I tell you all, just revamp some things. Take that same energy and that same product around some different people who can appreciate what it is you're doing and what you have to offer, everybody is not going to appreciate everything that's on my menu. But once I start to brush shoulders with others who enjoy other foods, they are the ones who can appreciate that. And so I love my menu for that reason. It's very versatile. It's not just soul food. It's not just upscale food. I I consider my food uh, upscale soul food. And Mm. so either way, I I got something for you. (laughs) Whatever you like to eat, I got something for you. And so my biggest thing is just go do it. Don't consult too many people because when you have people that start to kind of doubt you or Mm. no girl, I don't think that's going to work. I think it's going to work. You think it's going to work. That's why you're trying to get it manifested. And so go do it. Go do it. And it's not about being able to say, aha, or nah, I knew it was going to work. Just walk very graciously. Walk with gratitude. Be happy that you went through with it. And do it. Just do it. And that is the benediction right there (laughs) with Chef Sassy. Thank you for real. Like everything. Like I know you said you get tons and tons of messages about that, but I want to be the person to say it again. You know, literally, if you just didn't even open up your mouth, if you didn't even (laughs) cook one dish, there were people that just, me personally, just with your presence being there was like, you know what? That's what we needed. And representation matters. And Thank to you. have three beautiful black women on that show working <laughs> together Thank on you. the Food Network. That was a beautiful thing. It I mean was it. it was a beautiful experience. And so, you know, I'm just thankful to you. I'm thankful. To, were they your coworkers who or friends or they were my girlfriends, some of my girlfriends. Yes. Yeah. So I'm grateful to them, you know, for riding, you know, riding this out with you. Cause that's what everybody needs is somebody that can believe in their vision yeah. and, exactly. and not just say, Oh, that's good girl. Or, oh man, that's cool. And just leave it at that. You know, sometimes we need people that's going to get in the trenches with us right. exactly. and make things work. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and they did, they did. Well, look, I'm out of time, but I'm definitely not out of material. If you want to know more about Chef Sassy, you can follow her on social media via the Instagram handle Sassy Pans. That's S-A-S-S-Y-P-A-N-S, one word. If you need a caterer that's going to make your next event glamorous and sassy, visit SassyPans.com to check out all of the amazing services Chef Sassy can provide for you. Don't forget, you don't have to be in the DMV area let your sassy come to you once again thank you for kicking it with me for another episode of the food truck scholar podcast i'm your host ariel d smith signing off and reminding you to eat local buy local and support your local food truck owners i'll see you next week